When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I got. I gotta say, our neighborhood has gone a little bit crap lately. Like just walking over here, <laughs> there are so many houses that are like covered in like cobwebs. Uh, People have like rotting vegetables on the front of their house. I'm almost positive that on the way over here, I saw a dead body in the front yard. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, I think that the housing association is going to be up in arms. Yeah, dismembered <laughs> arms. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully they can get that turned around by the beginning of next month or something i don't know yeah hopefully just in time for pilgrims to move in (laughs) hey everybody welcome to apathetic enthusiasm i'm travis and i'm brandon and uh we are here with our pumpkin spiced version of the podcast it's our halloween spooktacular uh, what 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 are some other seasonal references we can make? <laughs> uh, every once in a while, we'll we'll just we'll just play uh, the opening to Tales from the Crypt, uh, <laughs> or, or the or Monster Mash, just <laughs> <laughs> or, or a Vincent Price laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are here uh, recording on a Saturday. That's right. Uh, a little bit the, early. A little bit early for us. A little a tad. We we've, we've got coffee in hand, and we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we're we're getting fired up for halloween is one week away so we've we've sort of been celebrating halloween throughout the month of october uh our netflix rewatch we did a, a scary movie that's right uh we've we've listed out some movies that were uh movies that you should watch throughout the month of october yeah. to yeah. gear up uh and of course over at geekaid.com they were doing the 31 days of halloween and we participated in that wrote some articles Blah, blah, blah. That's so, right. That's right. Um, and, and you guys, and you guys should go check that out because uh, you know Travis is a spectacular writer, the, and, don't, and and he's don't you, don't you try to flatter me live <laughs> on the air. And he he got somebody motivated to to check that movie out. So <laughs> yeah, one person will watch Young Frankenstein this week <laughs> because of me. Thank you, Bob Carroll. Yeah, shout out, shout out. <laughs> so uh, so I think you. Uh, of the two of us are th- are the resident expert on all things uh, spooktacular. You, what yeah. are, what are you doing? There's Is a cha- of, there's a piece of paper that's attacking Is a my chair foot. attacking you? Um, <laughs> it's Halloween! It's a Halloween piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. It's the haunted garage. Um, yeah. So, you, I I, I kind of wanted to give you the opportunity to shine here. Oh, oh. You know, I, unlike every other episode where you know <laughs> you, people return for, for you me. always shine and, <laughs> and I never do and 
and we it's, it's mostly the baldness on the head that's the shiny part right there <laughs> yeah and these and these fluorescent lights <laughs> um but yeah so i wanted to do something a little bit uh halloween centered here yeah uh for those of you that are regular listeners and saw the star wars trailer do, last do, week do, do. and we're like oh i'm i'm sure that those apathetic enthusiasm guys are gonna I, talk about it i i, I did this I, i'm sorry to interrupt man but i uh i did this halloween like event last night like yeah. a toastmasters thing uh and um there's a playlist on there from spotify and it was a star wars theme right yeah and and i had the cd a long time ago and my my best friend and i we both listened to it but it was like a disco star wars oh it's like but um like those the laser blast and i was like man i wish i knew where that cd was Anyways, uh, you can keep going, but I just want to let you know that there's a disco Star Wars theme out there. We should look for that on Spotify. <laughs> it's so great. It's um, so great. But yeah, so we will talk a, a little bit about the Star Wars trailer and all things Star Wars later on in the episode. But first, do, 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 do. let's get into some Halloween activities. Uh, what What do you have for us, Brandon? What do you, What is? Oh, I'm, you, I, I'm really not in the loop here. I'm I'm I am not prepared. You would you would put this on me, wouldn't Ob- you? Obvi, yeah. <laughs> you would put this on me. All right, guys. So here here's what I did. Um, uh, you know, knowing that Travis, he's not he, he's not fully versed on all horror movies. Um, uh, what I did was I got a horror movie quiz for him, <laughs> um, and and he's not he's not going to lose this quiz at all. Um, just his points will 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 vary. This 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 is sort of just going to be a gauge of just how out of the loop I am yeah. when it comes to uh, this is, horror this, movies. This isn't like to that. make you you feel stupid. Um, this is just to make you you make you you know you feel good about yourself. Sure, somehow, okay. somehow. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys go out on Netflix, right? Um, any like uh, on your Xbox or PS4 or any you know device like that, you'll notice that. Uh, ColecoVision. When when you're on the main home screen, you know you'll you'll scroll through the movies and you'll highlight a movie and it'll have it'll have a blurb there. Um, and then if you click, uh, if you actually click on the link, it'll go into uh, another screen where it focuses on the movie and it gives you more details, um, sure. like yeah. cast and crew and stuff like that. But it'll give you an actual summary. Well, so my wife and I we we always see these Netflix initial blurbs right and we're like who writes this crap <laughs> right because some of these blurbs are really terrible um they're always they're always punny and uh <laughs> they don't always give you the best idea of what the movie's about that was my job in college was writing Netflix <laughs> blurbs i pre- i appreciate the fine art that is and that explains why this show <laughs> needs me <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> um so uh, so what i did was uh i i, I drafted up 10 of these blurbs i I compiled 10 of these blurbs. Um, and so I'm going to tell you the blurb. All right. And then if you could tell me what the blurb is without any additional help, you get the full point. A full point. Okay. A full, full point. Okay. All right. Um, uh, and then if you, if you say, you know, I want the full summary, then it'll go down to half a point. All right. Okay. And then uh, if you, if you still can't figure it out from the full summary, then, I'll give you a multiple choice. And, and trust me, the multiple choice is, is super easy. <laughs> okay. All okay. right. All right. So uh, if we have 10 questions, I'm predicting a score of 3.25. <laughs> and, that, and that's possible. Anything's possible. Anything's in this game. possible. Um, for those of you listening along in your car or in your uh, executive suite or <laughs> yeah. possibly while sleeping on an airplane, um yeah play along let's let's see uh what your scores are as well uh let us know on 
Facebook or <laughs> something. I don't know. Let, let, us, let us know. Just, just send us a carrier pigeon with your score. Uh, okay. All right. So clear, clear on the rules. I got it. Okay. This, this gonna I'm be, guessing movies. <laughs> it's going to be movies. Yeah. It, well, it's on Netflix. Nef- okay. Well, I mean, there are shows on Netflix, sure. I guess. Uh, but no, there's no... There's Mockumentaries. No... <laughs> uh, uh, Mighty Wind. <laughs> All right. Here we, here we go, Travis. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Lay, okay. lay it on me. Do, do you want to do? Do you want to make each each question worth uh, two points? Um, I'm. I would have made a question if I got it right the first time worth multiple points, and then worked my way down to one point just because I don't want to deal with fractions or decimals. Oh, yeah. That's how I would. I, I, I see what you're saying. I but this is saying. your time to shine. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you just said to me because I don't know math. Um, so I'll, I'll just deal with, I'll just deal with, with, with fractions. Sounds good. All right. Your first Netflix blurb. A man tries to escape eternal torture. One sacrificial murder at a time. A pinheaded monster has other plans. Is this Hellraiser? Ding. Ding. Yes. ding. Nice. Yes. One point. One point. Um, <sighs> Oh, my whole body just relaxed a little bit. <laughs> I, I mean, you you probably get most of these. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, there. I didn't like pick the ex- obscure ones. Right? Okay, fair enough. Um, because I wouldn't have gotten most of the obscure ones because there's because you know, who does they're obscure. Right. Um, anyways, here's here's the actual summary. Okay. Uh, after losing his earthly form to demons from another dimension, an undead man asks his ex mistress for human sacrifices to rebuild his body. Well, you know that's a. <laughs> That's a committed woman right there. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, listen, I know you're not my current mistress. You're my ex-mistress, <laughs> but we, we have history. So you mind finding me some people for sacrifices? Please. I know if you're, if you're not busy, if you're, you know, if you got time. And you, you know what's, what's interesting about that summary is that he's not, he's not the protagonist of it. You yeah. know, like uh, his his um, like niece is the protagonist of the movie, so they don't focus on her at all. Christy Cotton is the character's mm-hmm. name. Anyway, who would know from the Netflix blurb? Anyway, no. Uh, and there's Pinhead in there. Yeah, and you know trivia: he wasn't actually uh, listed as Pinhead uh, in the movie. He got that name uh, later on in the series. It was like on Urban Dictionary or something. Uh, <laughs> no, um, like uh, so all the demons in that movie are, are known as Cenobites. Um, and so he was just uh, lead Cenobite, I think, in the credits. Oh, right. And in, in the sequels, he actually got the nickname Pinhead. <clears throat> that that was the only giveaway for that uh, clue for me because <laughs> I've never seen any of those movies. Yeah, a so. pinheaded monster. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, good job. You're 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 on your way to a full two points. Yes. Um. All right. Next blurb. In a small town populated solely by kids brandishing scythes, skiths, scythes. I don't know. Scythes. Adult, yeah. a, adults are welcomed with open graves. Okay. Um, I want to say Children of the Corn. Is that your, is that your final answer? Yes. Ding. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Heck yeah, man. Right on. You got, you got farm tools. Malachi. You got, you got like <laughs> talking about adults because they're not kids. I was just like, it's got to be. Again, <laughs> another movie I haven't seen. So. But, but, uh, but you're a Stephen King fan. Sure. You like Stephen King, right? Uh, of what I've dabbled in. Okay, yeah. cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I know you would cut the podcast off right now and just kick me out of your garage. So Slice. He's great. I'd slice you with a scythe. <laughs> uh, in the actual summary, uh, a couple stranded in a rural town 
falls into the hands of a group of children who murder all of the town's adults at the command of their leader. Yep, I have the conch. <laughs> yeah. Sucks oh. to your ass, Mar Piggy. Poor Piggy. Poor Piggy. Poor Piggy. Shout uh, out to Piggy. Pour, shout out to Piggy. Pour one out for Piggy. Uh, in the, uh, in I think, the 80s version of, of Lord of the Flies, my brother went to high school with a guy who played Piggy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, and I think they made fun of him for being fat. So, you know, whatever. Poor Piggy. Poor Piggy. In, IRL. <laughs> uh, in movies as is in life. Um, all right. So, good job. Two points. Hey. Killing it. Blurb number three. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. You ready? You know what they say. Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. And your unborn child. Oh, shoot. Um, is this like a Halle Berry movie or something? Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I don't, I'm not getting it off of that. I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, here's, 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 the, a, here's a half point option. Here's, here's a half pointer. A woman is thrilled to find out she's pregnant, but as her belly grows, the more certain she becomes that her unborn child is in serious danger. <sighs> um, I'm just going to say a word. I don't know if this is the title or it's just related, but is this Damien? No. No? Okay. No, incorrect. All right. Then. Okay. I don't... okay. So now the multiple choice. Multiple choice. All right. Uh, is it uh, Times Baby? Is it <laughs> uh, is it B, uh, Pepper Baby? <laughs> is it C, Rosemary's Baby? Or is it D, Salt and Vinegar Baby? Oh, salt and vinegar is not the answer. Rosemary's baby. <laughs> Rosemary's right. baby it is. All right. For a, for a fraction of a point. For a good fraction of a point. Now, when you say that name, I'm like, yes, that is the name of a cultural reference that I recognize. <laughs> yeah. It seems vaguely familiar to the synopsis. Again, three for three on movies I have not seen. Yeah, and that and that's fine. And that's it that's that's what we're going for. We're going for cultural cultural relevance <clears throat> how much how much you can you can how much i can pluck out of the ether <laughs> yeah. uh, all right man good job right. good job Two. like i said you're not going to lose this you're not going to lose yeah. this game yeah you're... i can't lose you can't lose because i'm the only one playing <laughs> uh number four and then actually that i'll, I'll skip number four what oh. i'll skip number four uh, actually i had 11 uh and, oh, okay. then, and then I, I i went over this with my wife and she was like yeah you shouldn't do that one don't do four because i wouldn't have even gotten that that's one. a bonus question in case there's like a tiebreaker I, I do have a bonus question if there's a tiebreaker <laughs> all right number number four he thinks he solved the mystery of teleportation what he's really done is created a monster himself i'm just gonna throw out there the fly you got it you got it bam <sighs> yes <sighs> Still, <laughs> still haven't seen any of these movies. Uh, and this is actually, since these are all on Netflix, this is actually based off the Vincent Price version. Because hmm. uh, right. uh, as you know, The Fly is, by Cronenberg is a remake. Right, yeah, that's got uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm in it. That's right. right. Okay. <laughs> that's right. I have a friend from high school who like stalks Jeff Goldblum all over Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, she doesn't actually stalk him. Uh, she just... She just got a job where he plays piano bar all the time. Oh, just oh so to, she just runs into him all Just the time. to be near him, yeah. All right. Uh, and the actual summary is, an obsessive scientist invents a matter transporter, but suffers horribly when he uses himself as a test subject, and a fly gets caught in the machine. No one expects the fly, you know. Nobody. <laughs> 
There's also a great... Or the Spanish Inquisition, but... <laughs> no, one, no one suspects <laughs> any of them. Uh, there's a great Simpsons Treehouse of Horror with uh, Bart turning into a fly. And then, like, the Simpsons... Uh, like, the the fly becomes... Like, they trans they transfer bodies, right? So, like, the, there's a fly version of Bart, like a large fly. Right. Yeah. And, like, the whole family doesn't even, like, notice or care that he's <laughs> as a giant fly. Giant head. fly, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, number number five. Young adorable and brimming with pure evil never underestimate never underestimate the murderous rage of your own son uh this is uh the movie with john ritter uh problem child right is that (laughs) no is that not what we're talking about no no uh then i'm gonna say uh this is the Damien one, right? Yeah, you're. you're I don't right. know that that's the title though. It's star- no, it's it's not. But uh, well, it's a it's the title of the third one, I think. Okay. Oh, that's totally what I thought you were getting at. Uh, um, yeah, it's it it's it starts with the the and offspring. The, the first letter is an O. The Omen. There you go. All right. The old man. The old man. Let's give me fifty percent for that. No, you know I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you the full. I'm gonna give you the full <laughs> points because you knew. You knew where you're going with it. Full point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. And and I think that. Uh, that why, why is it called the Omen? Um. Because so I was talking to, to Chelsea and right and she and like I'm like it's not really like a murderous rage right like he doesn't actually kill anybody directly in in the movie he is the antichrist but he does he doesn't kill anybody directly and so i was kind of like well that's weird because somebody in the movie they tell him that like your this kid is the antichrist um and so gregory peck go spends the entire movie like trying to figure figure it out hmm. so like All right. the omen is hey this this kid is the antichrist and yeah. is it actually going to come true? Oh, all right. Um, and yeah, I mean, he pretty much is the antichrist five for five <laughs> on films. I have not seen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, the actual summary is when adoptive parents raise a boy in place of their stillborn infant, all is well until it is foretold that the child is the spawn of the devil. That's, I mean, I support adoption. I mean, <laughs> I do. I think it's a, a noble thing and, but you gotta be careful. You gotta you gotta be careful. You gotta you gotta, be careful. Be, you gotta be careful where you get these kids from. You know, yeah. check check the their parent records. You know, if there's if there's a guy <laughs> red with horns, like just you know, Mister D. Ville. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. when that's when you're like, well, what about the mother? Yeah. What is what is she just, into? You know. Oh, she's an artist. All right, yeah, count me in. She's probably fine. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Uh, number number se- uh, number six. Um, they're on the lamb. They've taken hostages. They had it all figured out until the vampires showed up. <laughs> First, I just want to bask in the wonderfulness of that blurb for a minute. Um, they're on the lamb. Oh, oh, wait. Um, from Dust Till Dawn. That's right. Yes. Nice. I have seen this movie. Yes. Nice. I'm glad I, th- I'm glad I took half a second to actually think about it. <laughs> uh yeah all right yeah good deal uh, yeah two men take a man and his kids hostage racing to the mexican border the criminals rendezvous is at a cantina not knowing it is a vampire den yeah that's a that's a it's a good flick yeah yeah sure, <laughs> sure is sure is robert rodriguez he did spy kids <laughs> so <laughs> yeah as as we all know well known for spy kids <laughs> uh and then tons of he's done some some more 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean he did. Uh, um, he did like Desperado and yeah. La, uh, El Mariachi. El Mariachi. El Mariachi. Yeah, um, good stuff. Yeah, and Once Upon a Time in Mexico, I think. I think yeah. that was him too. Okay, which is a sequel to for, to uh, Desperado. Not important, uh, you know, the Mexican stuff. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> This is this is an American podcast. <laughs> you're you're as Mexican as we get on this. this I podcast. know my last name is Cruz, and, so. and I am white as Casper. <laughs> All right, good job, Travis. Yay! Number seven. Natural disasters are dangerous, but there's no escape when you throw in thousands of razor sharp teeth. <sighs> this is a natural disaster. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Like like an earthquake might be a natural disaster, like like a tremor or something, maybe. Like is this tremors? Oh that that's a that's a good that's a good guess, but no. No? No. Um then yeah, no. That 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 is a good that is a good guess, but I don't think Tremors is on Netflix. Oh fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um Tremors, I guess... Tremors five is, but not, not <laughs> All right, okay. Uh you want the, the Yeah, want... let's 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 bring it let's all right. out a little bit more. When a hurricane swamps Los Angeles, thousands of sharks are swept up in tornadoes oh, and deposited all over the city where they terrorize residents. Sharknado. That's right. All right. That's right. <laughs> uh, half a point for you, Travis. And, yeah. And I want to do I want to do the blurb for the sequel. The Netflix blurb <laughs> for the sequel. Okay. <laughs> and this it's so bad. It's so bad. It doesn't even make sense. Sharks usually move with the grace of a deadly flower. But in the air, there are tubby loads waiting to land on your head. <laughs> that's, that's the blurb for Sharknado 2. So, I just want to... Somebody got paid to write that. Yeah. There's a person who received money, monetary compensation, for putting that those words together that's in a, a sentence. That's exactly right. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're in the wrong career. For <laughs> Clearly, we're, uh, we're, we, we should start looking for uh, other work. Yeah. All right, we got we got three more. We got okay. three more. We're almost done. And, so, you're, and, you're, and you're great, man. So we're at seven. We're now we're at eight. I've seen one of these films. Yes, but uh, but I'm, I'm I'm doing all right. All right, here we go. Number nine, number eight. eight, number eight. Sorry, number eight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I skipped that one and I screwed up my numbering. Uh, number eight. Relaxing in your cabin is tough when screaming teens keep mistaking you for a backwoods killer. Awkward. Does it really say that? Yeah. It says awkward. Yeah. Sure does. My gosh, we need to find the guy that writes these or girl. <laughs> I don't. I'm not trying to. Um. So you're. So we got hint. It's ba- a comedy, and I keep wanting you to watch it. Oh. Um. Okay. Well, that kind of gives it away. Um. Uh, Selena. No. <laughs> I, um. It's uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That's right. Yeah. That's right. right. That's uh. It's sitting on my my Netflix queue, uh, <laughs> waiting for me to watch probably next week, uh, while I'm yeah while I'm while not you're at home while I'm traveling <laughs> and I'm in hotel rooms. Expecting to relax at their vacation cabin, two backwoods boys see their trip turn into a nightmare when they're accused of being psychotic killers. Happens every time. Every uh, you know every they damn just try to time. get away, have a little relaxing vacation. You know, pinned for murder. Klaatu Barada Nikto. Kazuntite. <laughs> Farewell. Oompa, oompa. Number ten or number nine. I keep doing that. Okay, number nine. Niner. Uh, two men wake up in the clutches of a cunning maniac. They'd give an arm and a leg to survive his deadly games. Uh, saw. That's right. Yeah. Saw. 
How many Saw movies are there? Any idea? Uh, I think there was six or seven. Yeah? Yeah. They, 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 they came out like every Halloween. Okay. And they got more and more contrived as the, the series went on. As, as, as is sort of the case with many horror sequels I've found. <laughs> well, uh, of well, the like four I've seen. The problem I had with Saw, uh, you, 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 you never watched the original Saw? Not a single one of them. Okay, so like the whole premise of the movies is like, you know, people get put in these positions and they have to, you know, they they have to do something to get out of the trap, right? Right, yeah. No, um, I've 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 heard the synopses. Okay. All right. Well, so what happens in the sequels is they get uh more and more convoluted and like uh you have to take larger leaps of logic um to get people into into these traps. Sure, right, right yeah. Um so like uh, first of all, the traps are so complicated and like you need like one person can't do this by themselves. Two people can't do it by themselves. They like, have like these large uh, contraptions and like factories and forges and stuff like right, that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, okay, all right. You're, you're, <laughs> you're stretching my uh, uh, suspension of disbelief. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, whatever. I watched them all and the acting got worse too. Was, all right. Uh, all right. Good job, Travis. Number 10. Number 10. You'll get this one hands down. Easy. Creepy phone stalker, lunatic killer with a ghost face. Everyone's a suspect, but you've never seen horror like this. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm guessing this is our Netflix rewatch of Scream. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, up until I think the end of the month, uh, will be your only opportunity to watch Scream on Netflix. Ooh, keep I th- that I think I think Scream is coming off of Netflix in November. Oh, so. no. If for for whatever reason you foolishly decided to ignore our Netflix rewatch and didn't watch Scream this <laughs> month, uh, you only have about a a little a little less than a week left to do it. That's so that's right. That's a little right. PSA for you folks. Um, here here's the actual summary: Horror Maven Wes Craven turns the genre on its head with his tale of a murderer who terrorizes a hapless high schooler by offing everyone she knows. And I didn't do the summary for Saw before. But you have you have thoughts about this one? No, yeah, I was. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's fine. <laughs> uh, and before and before I forget the the saw actual summary, would you kill to live? That's what two men have to ask themselves when they're abducted by a serial killer and paired up in a deadly situation. Ooh, ooh, uh, that could be that could be the plot for Scream too, probably. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so one of those. Uh, okay. So, first off, how did I do? Uh, first of all, uh, there's there's a bonus question. Oh, bonus all question. Right. Here's a bonus question. BQ. Uh, to get full points for everything. Since yeah. since you did so well, uh, you'll make up for the, the one quarter my, point and the one half point. My point. Okay. Yeah. So, if you get this question right, you get full points for everything. Sweet. All right. All right. What was the name of the killer in Friday the 13th? <sighs> So, I know this from the beginning of Scream. Uh, I know it was this is why I asked Jason's mother or uh-huh. something, right? But I don't know her name. Okay, well, yeah. Jason's mother is good enough. Yeah, uh, Pamela Voorhees. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. Um, <laughs> full full points. Full score. Um, you're you're way too easy on me <laughs> on that. Um, I don't want you to feel stupid. I want you to have fun, no, Travis. And, so here's here's a couple things, dummy. <laughs> I don't want you to feel stupid, you idiot. Uh, 
for starters, overwhelmingly surprised by how well I did on that. Yeah. Uh, I literally have seen two out of the ten movies that you listed. Sharknado? I no, I haven't even oh, watched Sharknado. Good. It's terrible. And and and, and uh, yeah, and a lot of these aren't necessarily. I haven't watched them because like, oh, I don't want to watch scary movies or so. I just haven't. Yeah. Either had an interest or at the time to to uh, yeah consume that content. I mean, you're not you're not Bob Carroll. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> like you you you're not afraid of scary movies. You just you just haven't had the time to sure. watch them. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> so that's 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 item item one. Item two. Uh, I'm a little surprised that those titles are all on Netflix because Netflix right now is getting a lot of flack about how they're not, uh, there aren't as many quality films available on on the service. Um, I know they just raised their subscription rate like a dollar a month. Um, and the CEO's reasoning for that was that it's harder to keep big name titles on the service because they're wanting more money for them. So they raised their subscription rate. Hopefully that means that uh, better movies will be available uh, more often. But yeah, like the, of those titles that you listed, I was like, wow, okay. I, me not even seeing or being really invested in the horror genre. I I'm familiar with yeah. a lot of that content. Yeah. So, and, and, and uh, it's interesting. You mentioned that point because as I was scrolling through Netflix to grab all these uh, blurbs, um, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get to 10. <laughs> yeah, like, fair enough. Originally, I wanted I wanted fifteen, which in hindsight, yeah, it w- probably would have been too much, uh, and for sake of time. But uh, you know, like I got to I got to eleven, and I was like, ah, like the rest of them were like sequels and stuff like yeah, that yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but good man, you you did you did good, and, and uh, your your knowledge of general pop culture <laughs> trivia is 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 well above what I thought it would be. <laughs> Uh, so good job. You you got a hundred percent. Hundred percent. There there are a couple I maybe missed some points on, but I made up in the bonus. How did you do? Did you play along uh, in your earbuds? Uh, let us know. Did you get all these right? Did you miss a few? Are there some of these movies you love? Some that you hate? Uh, you can hit us up on our social medias: uh, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. Tweet us at apathusiast. Let us know how you did on these ones. Cool. Uh, okay. Thanks for playing, Travis. I appreciate it. I appreciate thank, you being a good sport about you, this. Thank you for, for creating a, a wonderful game for me to play this early. I mean, how, I'm how, only halfway through my coffee, so <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I mean, one. how good do you feel about yourself right now? You're like, you know... You're, you, cloud nine. You probably came in this morning and you're like, man, Brandon's going to make me he's feel... Gonna, he's just going to make me feel like an idiot. Yeah. Instead, he's going to pander to me and... <laughs> <laughs> Look how good you feel. Make me feel awesome. You know what? I feel accomplished. Because I got a smile out of you. Ah, shucks. All right. <laughs> uh, you know what else got a smile out of me? Oh, uh, let's talk about this. Th- let's talk about this. So as as many of you are well aware, we record our podcast on the weekends. Uh, new episodes come out every Tuesday. And that means Mondays are sort of a weird gray area for us. Actually, here in, Dorian Ho- gray. Here, here in Hawaii, uh, <laughs> our, our episodes are like out like Monday afternoon, Monday evening, because they're slated to release like at midnight or something yeah. uh, on the mainland. So we're, we're already too late for creating a podcast material there. Uh, so then when something huge happens, like say the final trailer for a little film called star Wars, a little force awakens, a little indie film, uh, a little indie film, not well known. Uh, <laughs> when that happens, we have to wait almost a whole week to talk about it on the show. So uh, I am, I am well aware that you have probably been inundated with, web videos and articles and tweets galore about 
the Force Awakens trailer. You've yeah. probably watched it umpteen times, which I have as well. Yeah. Uh, you, you've probably seen the boycott hashtags. Oh, uh, let's not get into that. We won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I I think we would be, what is it, remiss? Remiss, yeah. Uh, if we did not at least discuss this a little bit, we have to. And and while we're at it, we are getting into about a month and a half out from uh, the film release, and and we're probably going to be talking about it more and more as we get closer and closer to it. We have to, uh, you know, just to keep up with the times. We have you know, to, it's, Travis. It's, it's 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 our obligation to society. <laughs> um, but I want to just go over a little bit about our experience watching the trailer. And then also I want to talk a little bit about uh shattered empire just a, a little bit because yeah, I, I, I think, I think talking about shattered empire is important um, for, especially for people who don't read the comics, who don't yeah. read comics um, that these things tie into what uh, the force awakens will be about. Yeah. So uh, for those of you that are like, Oh, I've been inundated with, you know, Star Wars stuff. I, I don't want to hear any more material about it. I, I don't want to potentially be spoiled about plots or things about the upcoming film. Uh, pretty soon here, you may want to, you know, yeah. just just turn off the podcast. If you're, not, if, you're not, <laughs> if you're not interested in anything but the films themselves, here's a time to see you guys later. Uh, yeah. Check us out on, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I uh, so moving on. I I was watching uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, That's right. On Monday, it was the Giants versus the Eagles. Shout and out Bob Carroll. Eagles won. Uh, you know, so that's the that's the interesting thing because I watched the first half of Monday Night Football. <laughs> I, I don't actually know who won, nor do I care. <laughs> uh, so and and there were jokes made like Conan O'Brien did a, a whole thing on his show talking about. I think they estimated like. You know, several million additional viewers for uh, Monday Night Football because there were all these Star Wars fans just waiting to watch the trailer. Yeah. Um, I was a little concerned about how they were going to show the trailer, if they're going to sh- just show it as a normal commercial or not. Or, or if they're going to show it on the big screen inside the field. Well, no, <laughs> like because the halftime show I, is just the Star Wars trailer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those cord cutter people that doesn't have normal cable. Oh. So I have Sling and I was watching ESPN through that. But a lot of times uh, on that service, they, they will cut out commercials and they'll just even just put like a splash screen that says, oh, they're showing commercials. That's right. right. So it's like if they just show it as a commercial and it gets like cut out. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, they, they featured it as and, part and of I, the halftime show. And I know you'd be mad because you, you barely say pissed. Yeah. That you don't, that's not something you say usually. So hmm. I know, I know you would have been mad. <laughs> I would have been just so <laughs> miffed. Um, so, so they showed it, um, at this, I had a house full of children yeah. and, uh, uh, your wife was there. My wife was yeah. there. Like, and there, there was talking happening. And then a flawless, like, okay, my internet was doing fine um, during this sports competition with high action. There was no uh, lag or stuttering of the feed. Sure. As soon as that Star Wars trailer comes on, it, like, freezes midway through it and, like, repeats the same dialogue over and over. I'm like, this is a really weird trailer. This yeah. is not, this is bad. This is avant-garde. And and then I realized, oh, no, something is 
desperately wrong here. <laughs> so my very first watching of the trailer was not a good experience. But thankfully, the YouTube version of it was up within 30 seconds. Oh, that's 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 good. And right. I could watch it on repeat for the rest of the evening. I, I talked to my I talked to Chelsea about that and uh about that first experience she's saying she feared for her life (laughs) yeah she was like uh i kept looking over at travis and i could see the anger (laughs) the dark side (laughs) growing within (laughs) him growing with him uh he uh, she could feel the hate flow through you yeah yeah (laughs) yeah uh Um, it was i was this close to shooting lightning from my fingers (laughs) no Um, my first, my first experience watching the trailer, um, I had just landed from getting off the plane from Los Angeles. Shout out Los Angeles. Shout I love out. LA. Hashtag I love LA. I love LA. Yeah, if you, if you saw any of my Instagrams. We love it. <laughs> hey, look, it's Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> uh, it's a naked gun. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so I landed and as soon as I landed and I had, uh, I was walking to the baggage claim, I put on my headphones, I went to YouTube and... It's a long walk from Hawaiian Airlines to the baggage claim. So I was like, you know what? I want to see this this new trailer. Um, and so walking and like on the people mover, I was, I just that's what I was watching that trailer. Yeah, I, I actually went to pick you up from the airport and I was looking all around baggage claim I'm like, where is Brandon? And then I see you like <laughs> huddled over to the side with your with your earbuds in like. Yeah. Like watching, I was like, oh, "That that makes sense." And and that, that was and uh, you caught that's that's when the second time I was watching the trailer. Yeah, because the first time I was still kind of like walking and was a little bit distracted. And so the second time I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna sit still, wait for Travis, and I'm gonna watch this trailer." And then he showed up, and then I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And then I kept kept watching. Yeah, I, I just stood there <laughs> silently beside you, respecting that moment yeah. that you were having with your. Yeah, iPhone, I, so. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, the trailer itself. I I kind of loved it. Um, I kind of <clears throat> kind of get out. Get out. You have to fully be in, bought in, or you <laughs> you're not a fan. Uh, no, I. There's a lot of things about this. There's there's some more adult themes I think that are present in this trailer that should hopefully be present in the film that Boobies. maybe maybe we're not so much uh, that we're <laughs> lacking. In the prequels, uh, the prequels seemed a little bit more kiddish, and I mean, hashtag Jar Jar Binks. They, um, they, they, you know, uh, they seemed more like uh, comic booky, right? No, okay, you know, yeah. like like cartoony. I would, yeah, I would say, yeah, that's that's a good word for it. Um, and I don't know that anyone's ever referred to cartoony as a good word, but I'll be the first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I the there's a a level of maturity I think that, that they're approaching with this film that uh, is good because it's mostly a lot of like older, you know, middle-aged dudes that are really fired up about this film. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're ready for that kind of content. Um, but yeah, I, I had a lot of uh, questions all the way from like the teasers for the trailer where they're just like releasing gifts. Uh, I'm like, Oh my God, there's a, there's a force bird. Did, did we, did we start? <laughs> recording in an atrium <laughs> um you know it's gonna be really weird is if they our our mics don't pick that up and it's just us talking about a bird that no one else can hear they gotta be able to hear that oh, yeah. that is ridiculous guys guys that that's our that's our official mascot <laughs> uh, our ae our ae bird yeah um he's tweeting right now he's live tweeting so uh 
the trailer opens up with Ray. She's digging through some old wreckage, uh, stuck on uh, planet uh, Jakku. I think it's is the, the planet that she's on. Um, and yeah, she's she's kind of got this longing for life uh, out in space. You, she sees like a like a ship take off, and she just kind of looks longingly at it, like, "Oh, if only I could get off this this desert planet." Sounds a little bit like Luke, just a little bit, just a little bit, a little yeah. a little too much. Little bits, a little bit too much, and that's some some of the criticism I've heard is that some people are like, "Well, this feels a little too much like a New Hope," based on the trailer. You got you got somebody that's stuck on a desert planet. They've got somebody that's like helping them out, trying to get off of there with uh, Finn and McMissile, <laughs> Finn from, McMissile from Cars Two. Yeah, uh, <laughs> bizarre <laughs> reference. Um, but yeah, and then and then you've got Kylo Ren. Who is this ominous, you know, black cloak, Darth Vaderish looking Vader type guy? Um, but yeah, and so there's there are definitely similarities to draw from there. But I think I think we're going to get a very different story arc uh, throughout the course of the film. Um, and we talked a little bit about maybe this this changing of of sides. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I wanted to uh, unpack that a little bit if we could. Yeah. So uh, so from what we know. Um, Boyega's character, Finn. Um, no, that's uh, Poe. Poe po, po no, Dameron. No, no, he's not. No, Boyega plays. Oh, Boyega. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting confused. Yeah, uh, Finn. All right, so Finn, um, he starts off the movie as as a stormtrooper, um, as as you can see from the, the trailer, right? Um, and then also throughout the trailer, you see that he eventually becomes goes on to the rebel side, right? Yeah, he's he's hanging out with the rebels or the resistance. I think they might be called in this movie. Um, he somehow gets a hold of a blue lightsaber one that looks very similar to the one that uh, Luke lost. That's right in uh, the Cloud City. That's right. Um, and and so you know he he switches that side. He switches from uh, you know the the remnants of the Empire, the First Order. First Order. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then he goes on to the Rebel side. I don't know if they're still called the Rebels or not. Yeah. Um, but uh, so he switches to the side of good. Right, and I'll use quotes for yeah, for good, good, good and evil. If you um, and meanwhile, we have we have this other character, uh, Dameron Poe, who who starts his first name's Poe. Oh, Poe Dameron. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm going I'm going based off the phone book. <laughs> uh, and he starts off on the rebel side, the good side. Yeah, he's like um, an X-wing pilot. And and our theory is that he actually goes to the other side. There, there. I have a very strong inclination that that could be the case. And uh, our our basis for that is in the in the trailer. There's a scene where uh, Kylo Ren is like forced doing something to him. Yeah. Um. And and this, that could be interpreted one of two ways. That could either be that he's like torturing him or something, doing something bad to him, or that could be sort of like, uh, hey, you're gonna if you're gonna be my apprentice, like this is gonna happen, right? Type of thing. And and. This is all speculation, obviously. It's all speculation. Um, but we have very good reason... To believe. ...that Poe is uh, Force-sensitive and, and potentially very strong in the Force. That's right. And that's based on the Shattered Empire comics. Exactly right. Uh, so, for those of you that are not familiar with uh, what's going on in the comic world or uh, or with motorcycles... <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is, we got we're just we're just firing up the uh, the A wings out out, out front. <laughs> that, that's what um, the A wings sound like. Yeah. <laughs> they have diesel engines. They need them. to get smog checked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, when Disney took over uh, all all of Star Wars, they 
decided to reboot the canon. So all of the uh, expanded universe uh, has become myth and only the core films, a couple of the animated series and the new run of comic books and additional like novelizations, novels and things like that. Yep. Those are the new canon, right? So uh, I have been uh, pouring into these comic books. Uh, we both got into the Shattered Empire comics uh, quite a bit. Um, <clears throat> just to kind of see what this new thread of, of the storyline is, uh, the Shattered Empire series, this is a four-book series that picks up right at the end of Return of the Jedi. So yeah. they, are, they are still in that battle uh, uh, on Endor, uh, when when the book starts the uh destruction of the second death star uh takes place in that book the party everything yeah um and it follows uh oh i wish i would have written her name down uh <laughs> uh yeah it's I, I, Re- no it's not ray oh gosh. yeah it's, it's is it i think so i think it's maybe. something like that like shara ray yeah yeah that's it um, so, so it follows this this character of Shara. Right, she's an uh, A-wing pilot, I think. Exactly right, and uh, it th- those panels are interesting because you know the second Death Star is destroyed, and she's wandering through now the the party that's going on in Endor with all the with all the Ewoks, um, and like all these people are like celebrating, woo woo woo, and like her um, her thought bubbles are like thinking about like all the like there's there's panels like people thinking about like the people they've lost. Right. Sure. Cause, yeah. Cause this is a war. And so a lot of people died. So mm-hmm. there's celebration yet. There's still kind of this mourning going on. Definitely. Um, so what they find out is, um, that the empire is not quite done. Yeah. And <clears throat> my that goodness, was, that it, was the empire leaving that rusty bucket of bolts is out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and that's, and that's one of the things that's kind of, okay. So the emperor's dead based on the end of return of the Jedi. Right. Yes. And, and so everybody's celebrating the fact that, you know, Vader's gone, the emperor's gone. They believe, all right, they have, they have won. Yeah. But wars are complicated as we all know, based on modern society. And just because you cut off the head of a snake, it doesn't mean that there aren't other things out there that, um, right. That still go on. And so, uh, by the end of that first book, you see that there are still, you know, little outcroppings of Imperials that still believe that the war is happening. Yep. And as, uh, and this is where we get into some spoiler territory, both for the books and, and other stuff. But, um, uh, the emperor has sort of this plan B where he project cinder, right. And he, he, he sends messages to his high ranking, uh, generals and things like that, uh, about how to carry on with the empire, um, in, in the event of his passing. Yeah. So, uh, they start doing certain things like, uh, destroying Naboo to try and um, take down the location of the Senate and things like that. Yep. Um, <clears throat> there's, st- I mean, basically the war is still happening. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and 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 one of the in one of the blocks, they uh, somebody says, but the em- the, em- the emperor is dead, and they're like, that's it's treason <laughs> to spread rebel propaganda. Yeah, exactly. Like they are they are trying to press on almost like the emperor is is still in in control. Um. So, so that's an interesting aspect of things that keep happening. Uh, it's four books, and, and it's, it's kind of a, a weaving story, but it's cool how the main character, Shara, is uh, sort of pairs up with main characters from, from the original trilogy. She, she has a book where she, she's uh, a pilot and an escort for Princess Leia yeah. uh, en route to Naboo. She uh, is an escort and pilot for... 
Luke Skywalker in the fourth book yep. uh, where they do a covert operation where they try to sneak in as Imperials to a research facility in order to steal uh, for, for trees, trees, yeah. <laughs> saplings, uh, s- saplings that were originally in the Jedi temp- temple on Coruscant. Yeah. So these are, these trees uh, somehow have force power like within them or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, spoilers. They steal them. They and- steal. So, so there's two saplings. Uh, and so Luke says, obviously I'm going to keep one of these. Um, but you know, somebody needs to take care of this other one. And so that's when, uh, this Shara. Yeah. And her husband, Sergeant Dameron. Yeah. They take the tree. And so they go down and she retires from service and they raise that tree. Yeah. So, uh, all of that those to are say, the, and those are the parents of Poe. Po. Yeah. They, they even go uh, so far as to explicitly talk about their son that, um, they haven't gotten to spend a lot of time with. Um, but now we can infer based on this information that that Poe is growing up in the shade of a force tree. Yep. And it would be foolish to think that he does not have some sort of strong uh, ties to the force in the upcoming film. So that's exactly right, Travis. Long roundabout way of saying I've, there's there's <laughs> more to him force wise than they're yeah. leading on in the films. And and so finally, you know, our our, our thought on that is uh, there's a scene in a trailer where where uh poe walks past finn and they have this kind of like uh this like brief interaction with each other where oh, yeah. where poe like <laughs> touches him on the shoulder and finn like looks back and they cross each other right yeah this this former this this stormtrooper and this rebel and they're passing each other um so i mean there there's it's a it might be a stretch but um just with what we know i i think there's a good um indication that perhaps there's this crossing over throughout the film where maybe they were both, they both come from one side and end up maybe working for the other side. You know, and, and I know Abrams has said in the interviews and stuff like that, you know, um, they want this movie to be, they don't want it to be as, as black and white. Like, you know, uh, they don't want Kylo Ren to just be like, I'm evil for the sake of being evil. They want him to be more of like a, like a, a gray, right? Like he's, he's doing what he feels is right. Yeah, um, yeah, right. You know, he's he's not he's not evil. He's he's doing things because you know he just feels his way of doing it is the right way, and the other side thinks that that's evil. Exactly right. Yeah. So so I think they're trying to have a little bit more um, that's, sensitivity on that. That's one of those things that really I mean the way that the characters are painted in in the first even six uh, movies, you know they they make it clear that the empire is is the bad guys. Yeah. But I mean they're the established government. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not the terrorists that are blowing up, you know, <laughs> military facilities, like, yeah. you know, on a regular basis, which the rebels are. Uh, I don't want to get into that whole, <laughs> you know, twisted thing about making the rebels the bad guys in the Star Wars universe. I'm sure there's plenty of fan theories out there. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to waste your time, <laughs> I'm sure. On those. But you know, like the, you know, just with Finn being a stormtrooper and he ends up being a good guy, like that, that right there tells you, like, you know, they're not, they're not all bad people. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like, you know, people who are in the U.S. military today aren't necessarily all bad people. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But, you know, um, you know, like you, you, you apply like just this like stereotypes to like an entire organization. Right. But the, the empire is not all bad. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. Finn, Finn's a pretty good guy. Somebody's like. somebody's running the garbage mashers on the detention level. Like <laughs> it's probably it's probably just a normal dude. Yeah. You know, he's whatever. just like, all right, well, got to. <laughs> Gotta, gotta gotta dump this trash out before we jump to light speed. You know, I gotta do that. 
Um, I, I got to gotta take care of my wife and kids. <laughs> They're paying for my college. What can I do? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, other stuff in the trailer. We got to see uh, Leia uh, in, a, in a warm embrace with Han. Uh, potentially, they've got some uh, relationship stuff happening there. Um, yeah. I'll, any, anything else you specific you want to pull out from the trailer and, and uh, mention? Uh, two, two things. Uh, one, um, so as a fan of like the, the Rogue Squadron games for the, uh, for the Nintendo, what is it? The box one. I forget. Oh, the GameCube. <laughs> GameCube. Yeah. Uh, game, GameCube. Um, like I always liked, uh, like X wing and, and TIE fighter battles, like on planets. Yeah. Uh, as well as in space. And so, um, you know, we talked about this at the airport actually, <laughs> um, about, you know, like, uh, the limits of, of the technology back when the original trilogy was, was happening. Um, but like, so in that trailer, like seeing like X wings and tie fighters, like there's an X wing that like shoots at a, a stormtrooper on the ground. Yeah. Like yeah. goes on like a strafing around. Yeah. Just, like takes out a bunch of, like, I, I thought, I thought that's so, that's so cool to have like a planet, like on planet battle. Yeah. Doing yeah. Like that. Um, the, I mean, really, I feel like the movie looks just terrific yeah. and, and not in the way where CG effects, you know, like I'm not crediting CG effect, I'm, the overall art style and just every, every yeah. image I've seen is like, it's just distinctly star Wars to me. So yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, and, and then, um, the other thing I had was, uh, there's Han Solo's dialogue to Finn and a Ray. Ray. Yeah. Um, the whole thing about like, it's true. All of it. Uh, Oh yeah. Jedi, you know, like that, that goes back to like the whole, um, the, the general population don't actually know about Jedi's. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a big universe. It's like a myth, right? Yeah. It's just like, um, I saw a a meme out there, the difference between Han Solo in a new hope and Han Solo in the trailer where like Han Solo is like, it's just a bunch of gibberish. It's hokey now. religion. <laughs> yeah. 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 And now he's like, it's, it's true. All yeah. of it. Yeah. And I, and I think part of that, like, cause he ta- he references like the light side and the dark side or whatever and the Jedi and stuff. But I think he's also just referring to like the war yeah. in general and yeah. everything, you know, because I, unless you were on Alderaan or near Endor or, you know, like you, you probably, probably not really aware of what a death star is you probably heard about them right you've heard these rumors about it but you're like yeah i don't know i don't know if i really believe that they had this giant death weapon and hansel was like oh no that's all true <laughs> every bit of it yeah that's, that happened and i was there yeah and i got a medal chewy not so much <laughs> but you know it happened <laughs> uh yeah i mean if you think about it, like we're in hawaii and stuff happens all over the world we don't you know, we, we hear about it, but we don't necessarily know if it's true, sure, you know, sure. um, especially if, if you get your news source from the onion. Yeah. Which <laughs> is your go-to for, for all news and information. Uh, um, overall, super excited about the movie. Super stoked. We have our tickets. I, I bought, I, I spent plenty of money, uh, got our tickets. Uh, so we will go be seeing it on release day. Uh, and yeah, I'm sure as we get closer and closer to the event, we will have, um, more to say about the film. Uh, but I want to hear from you guys. So, uh, what did you think about the trailer? 
what it, what are you excited for about the new movie? What are you apprehensive about? Is there stuff that you're you're not fired up about? Did you get tickets? When are you going? Maybe we can meet up and have some popcorn. Did you, did you help crash Fandango? Yeah, I think we all did. <laughs> yeah. I think we all did. Um, but yeah, there's lots of ways that you can share that information with us. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. Twitter's apathusiast. Uh, send us something on Instagram, under, Ap- apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Um, I don't know. Snapchat me or something. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and then if you like the show, and I hope you do, uh, please head over to, to iTunes and give the show a five-star review. It really helps the show with uh, discoverability and helps other people find the show. So if you get a chance, even if you're not using iTunes, you know, and I don't judge you for that. Yeah. Uh, but Bob, head over there. Bob Carroll. It's, it's you know, fun. Uh, <laughs> if, if you're using Stitcher or something like that, you can rate us on Stitcher as well. Please, please uh, do that. And Bob then, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. I will be on the road. So, so, so we will have, we'll have, have another a... Skype session. <laughs> um, and yeah. That's... Oh, yeah. And be sure to check out uh, our weekly YouTube over uh, on the Walking Dead Fantasy League. Yeah. So we're, we're on uh, geekaid.com's. A YouTube channel. So if you haven't subscribed there, uh, we are we are neck and neck right now with the Walking Dead <laughs> really Fantasy are. League, and uh, not severed necks or anything. Yeah, uh, but if you're watching the Walking Dead, that's our our weekly recap show where we talk about the episodes and uh, deal out some fantasy points as well. So yeah, uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm gonna go hop on an airplane. I am going to. Uh, I don't know. I think my son needs to have his butt wiped. Oh. He's potty, he's potty training. Good. Good good deal. Why my <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave that to you. <laughs> uh, and until next week, I'm Travis. Hey, and I'm Brandon. We'll see you next time. Toodaloo. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.